I love celebrities. I love looking at them and their gorgeous faces. And have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, whiter looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. Hours. No wonder it is so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it is FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes, plus it is made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Loam. So whether you're on set or on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. What up, everybody? What up, friends? Uh, Okay, before we even start this episode, quick little word about uh, something I said in the last podcast. When I said that the P in C-3PO stood for pussy. I thought that was a real thing. I have been informed that it is not, and I apologize, and C-3PO is not a pussy. The actor who played him is not a pussy. No one in Star Wars is a pussy. I'm not even going to say the word. Uh, Apology check. Bing. New me. Moving on. Totally behind us, and that should take care of that. I am the mountain Um, should we get started? Uh, we are going to talk today about something that I don't know if I got enough of. Uh, we're going to talk about education. Mm. We're going to talk about education. We're going to talk about schools. We're going to talk about learning. What is our child learning is what I want to know. Is what I always ask. And I don't know about you guys. Like, what was, like, I went to, like, a whatever, regular public school in the 80s. What was your school experience? Um, I went, I actually grew up kind of poor in Laguna Beach. And I went to a school that had, um, you know, just regular teachers. Um, and we had probably 20 kids per class, and we weren't even allowed to pick the subject. Totally. Uh, Prof, what, what what was your deal? It was like a little bit of a weird one for a while. Yeah, I went to an all-boys um, Catholic school that right. had actually split away from the Catholic Church and right. was more conservative. Right. And there were three boys in the class, and I was one of the three. Right. It was like an Opus Dei type of thing. Uh, Did you tell me one of your teachers would like whip himself in front of you he like would flagellate? wear an, he would wear an actual sackcloth like one a, 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 he would make he would wear a sackcloth robe with camel hair on the inside and little right. spikes and needles and things yes and he would just groan and bleed while he was trying to teach a lot of the different subjects and we didn't have to do that but we did have to wear a tie, coat and yeah, tie. yeah yeah um which so can we, be like painful sometimes if it's I still think about it every time I tie a tie on, but I did need to get a GED, which is how I got my nickname as the professor. That's right. Because I was the guy in the GED class who already knew everything. Well, it's just so sad that you had to go to such a, like, a weird freak, like, school for boys because that's, I think, kind of why you struggle to get along with everyone. Well, not everyone. Well, it just feels like you have, like, social skill delay. 
or like likability delay. And I, I just feel for you because I know that's probably from the school system. Yeah. And I also, I mean, I just got to say, I do like you. Like, I fucking like the fuck out of you, dog. Dude, we're best friends, and I never doubt that, and I never have any problem. Never doubt that. that. And if if I'm not everybody's cup of tea, not everybody likes to drink tea. So if, if I'm not your cup of tea, don't sip me. Yo, yo, I yo, like hey. tea. I just don't like it to be like cold and weird and have like a like hair in it. I'm I'm sipping your ass right now, dog. I'm sipping you. Um, I was just watching a video though about like like ADHD. You know what I mean? Which stands for. Can you Google what that stands for? It's attention deficit hyperactive disorder. That's what it is. And they're trying to figure out ways now because, like, back then, back then, like, when a kid had, like, ADD, like, a teacher would just walk by and just, like, kind of just give him, like, a smack on the back of the head and be like, fucking knock off. But now it's a little bit different. And they have to, like, you know, these kids have ADHD and they, they need, you know, emotional support animals. They're, like, a very soft kind of kids these days. And I watched a video about swivel chairs. And it was actually from a company that makes swivel chairs. But they were saying that they're actually good for kids because the kind of perpetual emotion gets them to swing around and actually focus a little bit. Wait, I'm confused. Your school had, like, stick leg chair? Yeah, we had stick leg chair with desk that trapped in. Oh, okay, That's... so we we had all swivel. We were, like, a full swivel school. Like, every kid had a swivel, and it'd be, like, they, the girls would, like, sit on the guy's lap, and we'd do, like, swivel race down the hallway, and oh we'd t- tickle each other until you hit the emergency exit doors. And we did that, like, right up to graduation. Oh, fuck, I can't believe it's, like, already six years ago. You know, the swivel chair manufacturers are on a real marketing blitz right now because of what happened with that person's perineum. Wait, what happened? And I would refresh my memory on this one. I don't know if you saw this, but the uh, one of the hydraulic pole that helps a swivel chair go up and down sure. and also rotates on it recently just blasted right into somebody's perineum. And did it like go through? The yeah, top it went of the into skull. their body. They, they no, them? it didn't go all the way through, but it went up the perineum. But Jesus perineum Christ. means like only grows in spring or summer. No, perineum is the it's the. Uh, it's this thin layer of skin between your genitals and your anus. It's also, oh. I think the other clinical term is your taint. Oh. I wasn't going to say that. Yeah. Taint or chode. Uh, I mean, in the old in the old show, I would have I led with taint. Well, we <laughs> we had taint week. Yeah, we did taint week. We called it taint misbehaving. <laughs> but, but we did. <laughs> yeah, we but did. we did misbehave. Oh, we <laughs> did. Does your feet hurt? Wow. of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, and only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those are terrible numbers. Take care of your feet. They don't have to hurt. When it comes to foot health, Super Feet is the name you can trust. Their signature orthotic shape provides comfort and support precisely where your feet need it most, on your feet. They've got insoles. They have podiatric experts. Is that the right word? Podiatric? They have medical professionals. They have five-star reviews. Get ready to upgrade your footwear experience. Visit superfeet.com and enter the promo code PAPERKITE at checkout for 15% on the first order plus shipping. That's superfeet.com and enter the promo code PAPERKITE at checkout. When it comes to travel, every family has a happy place. My happy place is in Sardinia, where an ex-lover of mine runs a feta factory. But wherever your happy place is, Priceline wants to get you and your family there more often. And thanks to Priceline's family-friendly options, you can save 60% on family-friendly hotels. You can sort by room type, have amenities like pools, and get access to deals you can't find anywhere else. And with Priceline, you never 
never have to miss a trip. Whenever I'm planning a vacation, which usually means weeks away from work and people I know, I always trust Priceline to help me book. It's simple, reliable, and saves me some cash that can be better spent on something fun. Fun is so important. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% on family-friendly hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. I mean, to me, it's like, I I don't know, guys. Like, I don't want to be like the old man who's like, oh, he's got bad, you know, conservative opinions because that's not the case. I'm super open-minded and I play both sides. But, like, it does kind of seem like education sometimes these days is a little more of W word. Starts with W, ends with an E, and in the middle, it's okay, even though it's not okay with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. No, it's not Winnie the Pooh. It starts with W, ends with E. Ends with E. Bad. Yeah. Wee wee. Just say dick or cock. I mean, but we're all grown it, ups. It's, it's woke. It's woke. Oh. Woke. And I mean, you know me. Like, I don't love woke. I, I you know, have that t shirt that says, fuck woke. Mm-hmm. Get your woke out of my face. I don't give a shit about your woke. So I wonder now, like, do kids, are they, is the, is the education they're getting, is it a little too much? There's a little much too much focus on woke and less focus on non woke sleep S- sleep yeah or just relaxation important things yeah, yeah. so I I mean I think we should get into this and to get into this uh, we have a very very special guest who I I've known since well I I, I met her about twelve minutes after she was born. Such a good guy. <laughs> because she is the daughter of my only sister. And uh, I want you all to uh, please welcome my adorable niece, Stephanie. Oh, cute. Hi, Uncle Chris. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my, you're literally so good with kids. Oh, my I, God. I'm actually pretty good with kids. I'm, I'm, I always say, okay, Dad, great uncle. Uh, first of all, uh, tell your mom I cannot come Sunday night, which is sad. Oh, that is unfortunate. Why? Oh, I have to. I got a thing with. What do you have a thing of? Well, my my wife and I, we actually have tickets to go see Chicago. Band Chicago. They're doing a new tour. I Uh, love that musical. Pop six squish. Uh -uh. It's it's actually (laughs) Chicago doing Chicago. It's the musicians from the band Chicago doing the musical Chicago. I first heard the recording of Peter Cetera singing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That song, the gun song, I've, I was like, I'm, I don't care what the tickets cost. Wait. I'm all in. Chris, you're actually really good. So you are, Stephanie, you are currently a junior at Hamilton High right here in Fort Worth. And Go we, Hornets. <laughs> go Hornets. Go Hornets. We wanted to talk to you and just kind of, as someone who is entrenched in the education system, we were like, we can have, there's a million fucking teachers we could have on it. Don't tell your mom I said that. Do not tell your mom I said the F word because her mom gets mad when I swear. Say it was me. Say it was the <laughs> say professor. It was me. Anything bad that I say, just say it was him. I think it's likely she'll listen to this episode. She probably will. Oh, she well, definitely will. That'd be good for us, wouldn't it? That Why? One female listener. Oh, yeah. Seriously, though, tell her she needs to listen to it. And if she can get uh, the lady she plays tennis with to listen to it, too, that would be very helpful. Uncle Chris, I'm just noticing that you're asking me to tell my mom a lot of things. Is there a reason that you don't text her directly? You know what? It's funny. Your mom, who I love, 
Uh, we got in a bit of an argument at Thanksgiving last year, and we haven't been too chit-chatty, so it's been nice for me to be able to talk to you. And so, uh, Okay, uh, we'll table that. <laughs> we'll table that one. We'll table that one. But I don't want to have a teacher on a podcast. I don't want to have an administrator. I want to have a student. So we thought, let's have my adorable Nissan. She actually said to me last week, she's like, hey, I'm running for student body president. Do you mind if I come on your show and kind of get my platform out there? That's when I called you guys and said we should do a show about education. Wow. So it all kind of makes sense. Yeah, I love that. It does. And I want to specifically call out the nepotism that allowed me to have this position right now. But I am hoping to use my position for good. See, that's that's just like, that is just a well, a, 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 a well thought out young lady. So tell us first things first, who are you running against? Um, I'm running against Emily St. George. Google her. Google her. Google <laughs> Emily yeah, St. George. Yeah, watch that. She sounds like a bitch. No offense, yeah, but you're yeah. going to be so much cuter and better than her. I hope yeah, you know yeah. that. <laughs> In fact, here's a picture of her right now. Yeah, here it and is. Jesus Christ, she's mostly glasses. Ooh, yeah. braces is, too. This <laughs> is a scream cap from her TikTok here. Sorry, but oh, nice. before we get any further, Emily is one of my best friends. <laughs> Yeah, we just have different platforms, so we're really excited to see what the student body wants to go for because my platform is a little bit closer to being about inclusivity and fun, and hers is about climate justice and fun. I mean, what are you really going to get done before the end of the year, though, on either of those? Well, should I read my speech? Sure. Yeah, please. Okay. Hello, fellow hornets. Fuzz, fuzz. It's me, Stephanie Chapman, and I am so excited to pollinate this school with my progressive ideas. Like number one. First wing, let's take flight and talk about inclusivity. Oh my God, I love that. Are you going to wear like a little bee costume? I, I wasn't <laughs> planning on wearing a little bee costume. I, I was just going to wear City, my There's clothes. a little bee costume. It has kind of fishnet tights, so it's kind of oh like a sexy God. twist. But I'm telling you, the boys at your school will not be able to take their eyes off of you. I did something similar on um, Veterans Day at my school. I was doing a reading of a poem. So I, was, I just got, let's just say my skirt was short enough that everyone listened to the poem. <laughs> Yeah, that is I know, a I'm very. Bad. I'm bad. But. That is that is a very good way to get people to listen. And I want to poetry. see more women in power. That's that is right. Buzz, buzz, bitch. I'd say you need to go to Party City and get some policy details because I've I've no idea what you actually stand for from that. Oh, it just sounds like buzzwords, you know. Uh, no, buzzwords, right. buzz, buzz. Well, you said that. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you how do you get there. inclusivity in in a school in a in a school that already has that? people in the school. Let I mean, me, everybody's included, right? I'd be happy to expand my platform of inclusivity for you. So that could mean more inclusivity in health class by talking about being queer or asexual. Or it could also mean inclusivity in English classes where perhaps we don't read the same five books that we've been reading for like ever. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, and this is weird because I've known you since you were a baby, but Aww, I will say- You're so good with kids. I, I love kids. I love kids. And they love me. I- I will say there's a couple words that I'm hearing that I'm a little bit like, ooh, like sexuality. That is like a word to me that like I really don't think like kids need any pushing into that realm. I can tell you when I was 15, when I was 16, and again, I almost want you to cover your ears up, but I'm just going to say it. I was the horniest fucking kid in the world, and I only thought about fucking sex and you wanted to fuck sex? I wanted to fuck sex. That's how horny I was. And if my, my uh, you know, my my uh, math teacher, Mr. Ryzen, was like, let's talk about sexuality, I would have just blown a, a load through my pants that would have just perforated his skull. So let me explain this to you in a way that maybe you would understand. Okay. 
I I understand that you love steak dinners, right, oh, Uncle Chris? Oh my gosh! Oh my I, god! I had one the other night. By the yeah. way, it was a you did picanha cut. Oh nice! It's like a big fat cap on the side. Was... I always insist that we get the two the two cut. We do a Chateaubriand. Yeah, we, do we a always get the two. We always split the split yeah. the one split big it. one if we can. We say we say one Chateaubriand, one fork. <laughs> very very funny. So. Now, Uncle Chris, say that your whole entire life someone had said dinner is about eating steak. Mm. You'd be stoked, right? 100%. Absolutely. Now, say if you were a different person, maybe a vegetarian, and your whole life people had said dinner is going to be steak. Would you be stoked? Yes, because what I would do is I would identify early on, man, I don't love steak, but everyone else does. So I'm just going to keep on slopping it up. And I'm coming at this from the opposite perspective because I didn't know what sex was until I was 18. Mm -hmm. And that's when me and one of my boys found half of a penthouse forum on printed on newsprint. Yeah. And it was wet inside an empty handle of vodka at the abandoned racetrack (laughs) in our town. And I read it and it was only by looking up the words in the dictionary that I was able to sort of infer what this was and what these feelings that I would somehow someday have were. And you guys are a little bit younger. Penthouse Forum was a pornographic magazine that had no pictures. But what it was, it was stories. Yeah. So I think you've really got us all thinking here, Stephanie, because I'm a vegetarian because I believe that's good for the planet. I'm trying to keep these raw dogs in line. You guys need to be thinking about the future. But I do eat steak when I'm on my period because my doctor said I'll faint if I don't. You guys have given me so much to think about. And I do want to just quickly point out that exactly what we're talking about is what I'm talking about. Right. But that brings me back to my point. What does the student council have to say about curriculum? Nothing, right? You're in charge of like the spirit committee. Okay. Now, I I guess I do want to point out that I feel like the way you're talking to me is as though you're inferring that you know more about my lived experience than I do. Is that correct? What is lived experience? Is there any other way you can talk to women other than like literally screaming at us? Am I screaming? I haven't raised my voice. You're literally screaming at us. I'm just talking actually pretty monotone. He, I think he's tired. Monotone, but when he does scream, it does actually sound like that, which is kind of fucking weird. You should see this guy when he has road rage. He'll just be like, "Fuck you. Fuck you go to hell." God, you are so good with her. Does your feet hurt? Wow. 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, and only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those are terrible numbers. Take care of your feet. They don't have to hurt. When it comes to foot health, Super Feet is the name you can trust. Their signature orthotic shape provides comfort and support precisely where your feet need it most, on your feet. They've got insoles. They have podiatric experts. Is that the right word? Podiatric? They have medical professionals. They have five-star reviews. Get ready to upgrade your footwear experience. Visit superfeet.com and enter the promo code PAPERKITE at checkout for 15% on the first order plus shipping. That's superfeet.com and enter the promo code PAPERKITE at checkout. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back. Uh, we are talking with my adorable niece, Stephanie, who's running for student council. And uh, yeah, she's going to ban some classic books. I never mentioned banning books. Okay. What, what was the phraseology? I said, we'd like to adjust the literature that we're learning in our English classes. Now, when I hear adjust literature, I, I hear a little voice in my head go, that's woke. That's woke. What, what book... Give me an example of a book that you think needs to have be taken a second look at. Great. So right now at Hamilton High, it's common for the sophomores to read Huck Finn by Mark Twain. Classic. One of the greatest American writers of all time. Okay, wait. I'm embarrassed. I'm such a baby. I feel like this book was written before I was born. Yeah, I know. It's Huck Finn. It was written before you were born and before he was born, before I was born. Okay, you know what? I think it's time to play a little game called... Change my mind. Ooh. Let's do it. Change his mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. Huck Finn is an American masterpiece and every single student in the country should read it. Boom. Change my mind. Well, Huck Finn is certainly a quote-unquote important piece of literature mm-hmm. in American culture. Perhaps Huck Finn is quote-unquote important just because it gets read every year. So what if we put a different book in that space? Now, see, that's where I start to get worried. Imagine you're going back in a time machine. Mark Twain is moments away from finishing his masterpiece, Huck Finn. And he's just finished it. He's putting the last few words down. And that was a day I'll never forget. (sighs) I did it. Now, imagine coming in and being like, may I have it, sir? And just taking his manuscript, his only manuscript, and throwing it right in the fucking fire. Again, I am not interested in banning books. I am certainly opposed to putting books in fire. I don't need in my sophomore year to read 10 different books about the teen white male experience, specifically Mm. if they have offensive, problematic racial slurs in them. Mm. So what do we read? The Hunger Games? Do we have to read? Is everything we read in high school now have to be after 2010? Well, I is would make an argument going? for, I think that, you know, um, J.K. Rowling, for example, he is one of the most talented authors of all time. And his teen boy is a magical teen boy, which is kind of a different take on a regular teen boy. Still, you know, penis and trousers and white skin, but there's a magic and there's a wand. And that's kind of like a, a mind opening kind of. See, the thing is, is the thing is, is like, I think instead of just like, deleting this and pretending that it never happened, you lean into it. Like, I remember when I was in 10th grade, we read Huck Finn. We read it out loud. And I think it was good for the kids to hear the racial slurs. Like, I think it was, like, in a positive way, kind of made them feel like, oh, I know that word. If you know the word and someone says it, you know, a kid next to you says it four, five, six, seven, eight times, you know that word, and you know it's bad, so you know not to say it. If you just delete this, you might be in a situation where you say that word accidentally. Got it. So sometimes you need to say something out loud, whether or not it's true or you believe it. 100%. Uncle Chris, you're a misogynist. See, now you said that because you just burned it off. 
So now I know that. So that didn't affect you at all when I said, Uncle Chris, you're a misogynist. If you said that at Thanksgiving dinner, at Thanksgiving dinner, if I was like, can you pass the stuff in you? You're a misogynist. I would, I would, I would probably start freaking crying. Like, and I if just I can vouch for him, he has never once massaged me or or the professor, or any sort of touching like our shoulders, anything like that. I respect all peoples, whether they are men or women. Now, to your point about you being a misogynist, and again, I'm just saying that these are just words; they may or may not matter. Say Is it, that you could literally say it five thousand times. You're a misogynist. You're a misogynist. I think my mom doesn't talk to you because you're a misogynist. Well, so you're yeah. a misogynist. that's a different thing you just you're threw a in there. That's a different... Okay. She's just exploring what the reaction's going to be. Well, I the am. reaction pissed me off because your mom is a fucking bitch. And I, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this because I can say this because she's my sister. But do you know yeah. the things she has done to me in my life yeah. are nearly unforgivable. Yeah. And... When I show up at a birthday party on mushrooms and I start talking shit, I've crossed a bridge and I'm not welcome there anymore. Well, fuck her. And guess what else? I lied about having tickets to see the band Chicago do the play Chicago. Okay? I don't have those tickets. I'm not doing anything Sunday night. I'm going to sit on my big fucking fat ass and watch television because I don't want to go and sh- break bread with a woman who thinks I'm a piece of shit. I'm talking about your mom, not you. I love you. And I think you are important and a very, very special girl that came from a very, very wicked woman. God, you are so good with her. And that's time on Change My Mind. How'd she do? I got to say, I still think Huck Finn should be in schools. Nobody changes it, Chris. Nobody changes Chris's mind. If you have a child that goes to Hamilton High and you're listening to this, uh, you are to order them to vote for my niece, Stephanie. If it's still called Hamilton High next year, it'll be Katniss High. Two years. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm a a junior at... uh, uh, Magic Owl uh, friggin' uh, high school. Stop, stop. Stephanie, we wish you all the best luck in the upcoming student election. And if you stay after, I'm going to teach you how to use dry shampoo. Okay? Great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my this improvised episode of the Chris Chapman Do-Over is a presentation of Odyssey and Paper Kite Podcast. It's produced by Best Case Studios. The cast includes Ike Barinholtz, Neil Casey, Lisa Gilroy, and Alice Stanley Jr. Guys, we potted so hard, I knocked my fucking... (laughs) We potted so hard. Oh my gosh, you guys. Uh, This was an absolute joy. (laughs) You wanted to fuck sex. (laughs) You wanted to fuck sex. For Paper Kite Productions, Amy Poehler and Liz Kikowski are writers and executive producers. Alice Stanley Jr. is a writer-producer. For Best Case Studios, Adam Pincus is executive producer. Suzanne Myers, supervising producer. Hannah Leibowitz-Lockhart and Isabel Evans, producers. Odyssey executive producers are Jenna Weiss-Berman and Leah Reese-Dennis. Special thanks to the team at Odyssey, Yenikin Biernink, Melissa Wester, Kurt Courtney, and Hilary Schaff. And for Paper Kite, Sam Green. Theme song composed and performed by Ben Lapidus. This episode was edited and mixed by Max Michael Miller. We recorded at Studio Awesome in L.A. and The Cutting Room in New York. Follow and listen to the Chris Chapman do-over now on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.